0: Good evening, Lafayette. This is Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show News Talk 96.5 KPL 232 1542 is the number or use the KPL app chat to be part of the conversation. In fact, because I'm running a little bit behind, sending too many emails, too much jibber jabber off the air, I didn't get the app set up and ready to go. You can send in a message. I just can't see your messages yet, but go ahead and send them in. Download the KPL News app. Hit the little text message icon in the upper right corner. You sign in. You get to send a message straight to the show. Make sure it says the Joe Cunningham Show up top. That's how you get to be part of the conversation. It is your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by our friends just around the corner at Service Chevrolet Cadillac. Find new roads with Service Chevrolet located at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey or online at servicegm.com. So oh there is so the there's so much going on. The big fight in Washington DC right now is over foreign funding, foreign aid. So I want to talk about that for a moment if I can. I I wrote about I wrote about this at Red State this morning. Senator J.D. Vance of Ohio. For the most part, I like J.D. Vance. His comments on foreign aid, especially to Ukraine, I think they need to be discussed a little bit. It's very easy for us to say no aid to Ukraine whatsoever. We're not funding another forever war. The overall sentiment I get I don't hate the overall sentiment, in fact. But J.D. Vance, this is from NBC News. Vance also reiterated what he believes, or that he believes, quote, there will be negotiation and Ukraine should be willing to give up at least some of its territory to end the war, which began February 2022. It ends the way nearly every single war has ever ended when people negotiate and each side gives up something that it doesn't want to give up, Vance said. No one can explain to me how this ends without some territorial concessions relative to the 1991 boundaries. He also said on CNN's State of the Union, America's best interest is to accept Ukraine is going to have to cede some territory to the Russians. Vance is one of the crop of conservatives that has risen up in the era of Trump who believe very much in America first. America first is defined as American priorities, American interests first, particularly the interests of the American people, because for far too long, Washington, D.C. has run the show with little to no actual input from your average Americans. It is a noble goal. I'm not mocking the America first movement. I'm not disagreeing with the general ideology. My argument, however, is that America first focusing on American interests means that Russian interests should not be so easily caved to. Russia has made it clear what it wants from Ukraine. That the West stops military support to Ukraine. That the West and Ukraine accept, quote, new territorial realities. That Ukraine ceases all military activities. That Ukraine is fully demilitarized and denazified. What Russia wants, what what the Kremlin wants, what Vladimir Putin wants, is Ukraine to be nothing less than a vassal state. That serves Vladimir Putin's interests, and Vladimir Putin's interests are in direct conflict with the interests of America and of the American citizen. Because the more influence that a lot of these foreign actors get, the more they try to take the influence of other countries around the world, particularly in the West and particularly of the United States. This is far more complicated than a a simple negotiation on land. We cannot fund Ukraine into perpetuity. And in fact, I do sincerely believe that Ukraine has to be transparent on where this money is going. And the federal government, the executive branch, needs to be transparent on where this money is going. I'm not disagreeing with any of that. It is my suspicion, my theory, that the foreign policy establishment of the United States government does not mind a perpetual war with the United States. Uh, with Ru- uh, they want a perpetual war with Russia without us actually fighting. So they want to continue throwing money at Ukraine and let Ukraine essentially help burn all of Russia's resources. Because the more resources Russia has to burn on Ukraine, the less they have to burn on conflict with America. That's the foreign policy establishment's goal. I'm, I feel fairly confident in that. But I don't think. Coming out and saying Ukraine is going to have to give up land to Russia helps American interests because if if we're going to say that crime is up across the country because you are not prosecuting, you're not going after people who break the law, how is that different than saying that Russia gets to get rewarded for unjustifiably invading Ukraine? I, in my mind, I cannot square those ideas that Russia, that, that Ukraine has to hand over land for the crime of being invaded by Russia, that Russia gets rewarded for its actions and doesn't get punished for its actions. And yet we somehow also believe that people who break the law in America should be punished for their actions. Putin shouldn't be, but criminals should be. They're both the same. In my mind, they are both the same. Now, here is the other thing. There's multiple parts to this. You look at the Biden White House, you look at what's going on in Washington, D.C., and I'm not entirely certain that Biden actually wants to continue giving money to Ukraine. It would be very easy to give in to some of the demands to fund and secure our southern border, which is what Republicans want. Again, America first. America's most immediate interest is in our southern border. Safety-wise? National security-wise? Economic-wise? Crime-wise? It makes sense for us to secure the southern border. And yet the Biden administration won't give in to that demand, and the Democrats won't give in to that demand. So what's their game here? My suspicion is that they want to back off, and they want to put it around the necks of Republicans, blame Republicans for Ukraine no longer getting the aid, and allowing the West to back out of a perpetual conflict. And slowly give way to Ukraine getting its territory taken by Russia, which empowers Russia, our geopolitical foe. The Republicans are sticking to their guns. To his credit, Mitch McConnell is sticking to his guns on the border. I will give him credit on that. House Speaker Mike Johnson, in comments to uh, the Wall Street Journal's CEO Council Summit, said my message to President Joe Biden, uh, uh, my president to uh, Vladimir Zelensky will be the same as it's been to the president. This is an important battle for all the reasons we know, but I don't think it's a radical proposition to say that if we're going to have national security supplemental package, it ought to begin with our own national security. Our southern border has to be protected. we have a problem. We have to defend our southern border. We have to shut it down. We have to get a handle on the immigration crisis at the border that Joe Biden has not only allowed to fester, but has actively made worse from the moment he came into office. As Billion Churchpoint points out on the app, have we ever seen a president beg so much for money to give to other countries while the U.S. is in such a bad place? Border, crime, every in inflation, everything. We have not. He's willing to throw money away, which I think goes back to the old Obama-era way of doing foreign policy, one of the progressive aspects of of foreign policy, is that when the U.S. is at the center of the global stage, the world is worse. And yet it's American inaction that time and again allows the world to fester. American inaction, us not acting, is what leads to Russia invading Ukraine. It is what allows for Hamas to invade and butcher Israelis. American inaction is what allows for terrorists to sneak into our country and perform a terrorist act. To hijack a couple planes and take down some buildings. To try to set up bombs. Rob in Youngsville, on the app. Why is Russia or Ukraine any of our problem? Why is it always us that has to police the world? Because if America is not patrolling. We don't have to take action in every single conflict, but this is a big one. If Russia is allowed to extend its borders to Soviet-era Russian borders, they will be able to directly act against the U.S., which becomes our problem. And so foreign policy, America first foreign policy, should, in my mind, be dictating that we have to be preemptive on that. That's the short answer, Rob. The, the long answer, if I had time, I would go into it. But I got to take this break. When we come back, more on this and some of the other news of the day, plus your comments on the app, your calls, everything like that. We'll be back here on The Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5, KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk. 96.5 K-PEL, 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation or use the k app chat. You guys are extremely active on the app today. Love it. Love responding to you all on the app. I'll respond to you shortly. But first, I got to remind you, it's our 5 o'clock news cruise, and it's brought to you by Acadiana's number one Chevy dealer nine years in a row. I'm talking, of, of course, about... Service Chevrolet, and you need to know something. If you and the kids are looking for something to do this week, got a great idea for you. 5:30 to 8 at 12:12 in Bash at Service Chevrolet. They've got their Merry Christmas extravaganza featuring the Polar Express. Join Service Chevrolet on Thursday evening. They bring the magic of Christmas to life. They show they have a special screening of Polar Express. They have train rides for the kids, cookie decorating, photos with Santa. All of that available for you and the family. Thursday night, 530 to 8 at Service Chevrolet. They are our 5 o'clock news crew sponsor. Children are encouraged to wear their coziest Christmas pajamas for an extra dose of holiday spirit and comfort. It's $5 admission per child, but 100% of the proceeds will be donated to Acadiana's veterans supporting those who have served our country with honor and dedication. Find new roads and celebrate Christmas with Service Chevrolet Cadillac here in Lafayette. Also want to tell you that if you go over to deal.com, make sure you're in the Lafayette market when you do, there's a couple... Of great coupons there for you. It's getting cold. You might need to warm up. I suggest some nice, warm, smoky barbecue. Dickie's Barbecue Pit, $7.50 on Seize the Deal will get you a $15 e voucher to Dickie's Barbecue Pit here in Lafayette. You wanna take the family out to do something fun at Katiana Lane's, $25 will get you a $50 action card for Arcade and Bumpers at Acadiana Lanes. SeizeTheDeal.com. There's so much there for you to take advantage of. So definitely go check it out. Now, y'all have a lot of comments on the app. I'm still reading through a lot of them. I'm still going through a lot of them. I'm responding to you. I'm going to respond on the air. Plus, we have some more stuff that I want to get to today. And we'll get to all of that shortly. Here on the Joe Cunningham Show News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Every time I play it this season, the Imperial Carol of the Bells. For those of you who are nerds like me, yes, that's Carol of the Bells along with the Imperial March from Star Wars. They somehow sync together so beautifully and it brings a tear to the eye. Um, You guys have been extremely active on the app chat. Uh, it's, it's been a while since you guys have kept, you guys are always awesome on there. And I'm truly blessed to have such an active and engaged audience, but this kind of stuff is, is really, uh, this is what's getting you guys really just to, to go crazy and comment on it. I love it. So more than one of you, Mike, uh, shaky, a couple others have, have said, well, could part of why Joe Biden is so interested in giving money to Zelensky without any strings attached or anything like that? Could part of it be because of Hunter Biden and the fact they have dirt on Joe Biden because of everything Hunter's involved in? I can't say that's not the case. You know, part of me, it sounds almost like a conspiracy theory. And I conspiracy theories are... Uh, I have such a tenuous relationship with some of them, but... You can't say no because of everything we're finding about uh, uh, finding out about Hunter and his business dealings, and how his dad was actually in communication with his business partners, and how he appears to have been getting money from it. If Zelensky has access to that info and is using it to tell Joe Biden, "Hey, I got the dirt," then maybe so. But again, it sounds it sounds so much like a movie. It really it sounds. Like a movie where the bad guy is blackmailing the president of the United States and it turns into this horrible plot. But here's here's where we are. And I I want to say that can't possibly be the case. I'd I'd call it naivete on my part, call it optimism. My father-in-law has a saying: optimism is a mental disorder. You guys would love my father-in-law. Um, but I can't say no to that idea that maybe there is dart on Joe Biden. He's giving all this money because of it. My thinking, if my thinking on it is this. The reason Joe Biden got so invested in it early on mostly has to do rather than hunter it's Trump. Joe Biden, like a lot of Democrats, truly believes that Russia helped steal the election for Trump in beating Hillary Clinton. Trump has also talked about his buddy, Vlad. He had Putin into the White House, tried to make friends with him. And the Democrats The Democrats have, have bought into this whole idea of democracy under threat so much... That they couldn't not get involved here. They bought into the whole democracy is under threat, democracy is on the is is on the decline. We have to save it. They bought into it so much that they just threw themselves into aid to Ukraine, which incidentally is a lot of, a. It's very much like how the Republicans got into we got we got to bring democracy to the Middle East in the two thousands. They, they threw themselves into it with the same gusto. They thought democracy was under threat in America. And if America, the beacon of democracy, if democracy is under threat here, it's under threat across the world. And we need more democracy. We need to get rid of fascism and tyrants and Nazis and all this stuff. And Vladimir Putin, Putin's clearly a tyrant and clearly a fascist because he helped get Donald Trump elected. So we need to stick it to Putin. So we need to give all this money to Ukraine. And then they realized we can't do this forever. So they, they, they've come to realize we can't do this forever. And so they're trying to figure out a way to pin the misfortunes of Ukraine on Republicans, and they're going to do so because Republicans are asking for border security along with foreign aid to Ukraine and Israel. Israel is in another interesting situation because they are naturally our allies. The Democrats have made it a point... To talk about, um, the the Democrats made it a point to talk about the rise of Nazism because of of Donald Trump. The Nazis are on the rise. Joe Biden's uh, support, um, uh, Donald Trump supporters, they're anti-Semites, they're white supremacists, Christian nationalists. They want to get rid of the Jews and everybody who's not Christian. They want to run this Christian nationalist dictatorship. Oh my God, it's the handmaid's tale. And then anti-Semitism is on the rise in their ranks. and They just kind of look the other way. There's a guy on Twitter. Put this out there. Once the narrative that the U.S. was actually one of the good guys in World War I and World War II, the last great lie finally crumbles, the world can finally start to move forward with genuine solutions because it'll mean they finally diagnosed the real problem. I will repeat that because, my dear friends, that bears repeating. Once the narrative that the U.S. was actually one of the good guys in world War, T- world War I and World War II, the last great lie finally crumbles, the world can finally start to move forward with genuine solutions because it'll mean they finally diagnosed the real problem. to this dear little Free Palestine activist on Twitter. Do you mean to tell me that the Nazis were the good guys in World War II? Because if you're saying the U.S. wasn't one of the good guys in World War II, what you're saying is that the other side was. What you're saying is that Imperial Japan and the fascist Germany and fascist Italy... Those were the good guys. When when you say the U.S. wasn't one of the good guys, that's what you're saying. This is what is so mind-boggling in all of this. The Democrats, we have to save democracy. We have to fund Ukraine. We have to make sure that tyrants like Vladimir Putin cannot extend their power. And we need to look the other way while the Jews get massacred in their own country. When, pe- when people say liberalism is a, a mental disorder. I think that's insulting to people with actual mental disorders. This is the kind of stuff they're talking about. These, these are people that, that talk, they, they say, listen to all the fancy words in this tweet. Once the narrative that the US was actually one of the good guys in World War I and World War II, the last great lie, finally crumbles, the world can finally start to move forward with genuine solutions because it'll mean they finally diagnosed the real problem. Is this person looking for genuine solutions? Or maybe just the final one, because that's what it sounds like. Now, on the app a little while ago, and we were talking back and forth on the app while I was also talking on the Rob in Youngsville, was asking a genuinely good question. Why is it our job? Why do we need to get involved in these conflicts? Russia's not encroaching on our border. Why do we need to get involved with Russia-Ukraine? There are some people, I'm not saying he asked, but there are some people out there who are asking the same with Israel-Ukraine. Why should we get involved? I mean, not Israel-Ukraine, Israel-Hamas. Why should we get involved? And my answer is the same for both, and I alluded to it a little while ago. If these people are acting this way with their neighbors, and they don't get called out and they don't get punished, they don't get spanked for it, they don't suffer real consequences for it, what is then to stop them from encroaching on our borders, literal or metaphorical? What's to stop Because Russia has already had hacktivist groups try to hack into U.S. systems. And they go largely unpunished under the current regime, under Joe Biden. They went unpunished during the Obama years. If Hamas, if these terror groups, if Hezbollah, if Hamas, if these groups in the Middle East that want to destroy Israel and the West, if they aren't stopped, if they aren't spanked, if they aren't told there are going to be severe consequences... What's to stop them with our open southern border? What's to stop them from flooding their own into our country and launching terrorist attacks on our soil? To me, we actually have to get involved because if we don't get involved now, if we don't stop the problem while it's much smaller and not at our borders, when it comes to our borders, we won't be prepared. It's not about a... a, a it's not about a a world. It's not about a world a new world order under the US. It's about the US taking care of its national interests, but being proactive on the world stage in doing so. Anyway, let's take this break. We'll be back in just a moment to wrap up the show. It's the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk ninety-six point five KPL. 2321542 is the number or you can reach out through the KPL app chat lots of great conversations uh i i'm going to switch gears real quick we got a couple minutes left y'all i if you have kids in the car and they are very much into the magic of the season you you have my permission to turn the volume down I'm going to give you to the count of three. Again, we're going to be talking about the magic of the Christmas season. And if you don't want to ruin anything for any kids, three, two, one, turn your volume down. All right, for the rest of you that are here, yesterday I had to have the talk. My wife told me I was the one who had to do it. My oldest is 11. We had the Christmas talk. And I didn't know how to start the conversation. I never, I never had that talk with my parents. I didn't. A friend, when I was younger, a friend told me the truth about Santa. And I said, you're wrong and I'm going to prove it to you. So I went and I hid in the living room overnight. There was a little table behind the couch in our living room and it was not, not a glass top table or anything. So I could hide in just a way that if you walked by out of the hallway where the bedrooms were into the living room, you couldn't actually see into the table. I hid in there and I kind of started dozing a little bit, but it wasn't too long. And I, I heard the noise. I'm like, it's Santa. I got him!" I peeked my head out and it was not Santa that was putting out the presents. So I never had the talk. I just found it out. I had the talk with my daughter. And y'all, I swear to you, I started the conversation with something along the lines of, "So, that Santa guy." And my daughter said, "If you're about to tell me that Santa Claus isn't real, I'm I refuse to believe you." She wants to continue believing in the magic of the season. I think she knows but she wants to continue believing and that's fine because as she and I talked the point is we're all Santa and we're meant to bring joy to each other and she has to help us keep the magic alive for her 6-year-old sister but y'all when her 6-year-old sister is old enough she doesn't like she doesn't like taking pictures with Santa she hates the prospect of taking pictures with Santa so I don't know that she's actually going to be all that offended to find out that the magic isn't real. I don't know how I'm going to handle that one. She's more of a firecracker than my eleven. My eleven-year-old is very calm. Very, uh, she 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 handles things. My six-year-old is extremely volatile. I have no idea what's going to happen. Now that she's emotional, she's just like vol- She'll she just goes crazy, hyperactive, ADHD, all that. And so she's like bouncing off the walls all the time. Anyway, I'm not sure how she would handle the news. Anyway, that's it. That's just the 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 dad moment of the day. I'm going to take a break, recover, 23 hours, I'll be back. We'll have more news to talk about. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham show, or email joe at redstate.com. The podcast is going live shortly. You can find that on Substack if you search Joe Cunningham show, or go to Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, and you can subscribe there and get it sent straight to your phone that way. Now, keep in mind, if you get it through one of those apps, make sure you leave a rating and a review, interact with it, Get some playtime on there because the algorithm likes that. It helps the show's audience grow on the podcast platform, which radio actually cares about, even though we're a live terrestrial radio station. You guys have a great one. Talk to you again soon here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL.